how long gone. Back in it Sunday afternoon in the lab in what's Glen- going on in Glendale where the magic happens. Uh, Jason's got his uh, blue bottle mug mm-hmm. and his edibles and his on running half zip top. And yeah, on running down to the socks. He's looking ready to pod. Are you feeling ready to pod? Yeah, I'm excited to have a solo pod where I don't have to talk to a guy who produces music. Just for one, just, <laughs> just for, for one, one moment, just take just your foot off of my neck for one. I'm, day. I'm so tired of rich guys who produce music talking to me. You know, it's just it's, yeah. And it, then when it's done, I got I got to go back into the very same software they use <laughs> to then make them sound better again. Make the white man sound better again. It's interesting because they use that clean so- up the man's how, mess and post. How come those guys use the same software you use, but they got so much more money than you? I don't understand that. How long gone is the website? <laughs> we have a live show coming up in LA. <laughs> no, it feels good to be back. It's, the weather in LA is is prime time right now. Uh, couldn't be better. It really couldn't be better. It's, this is what you New York has been really, really rainy, and that is my least favorite weather. Like I'll take ice cold over rain. I fucking hate rain. It kills really, me. I hate it because you get all wet and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Because well, there's also yeah. in you know the New York rain is is an umbrella doesn't really help because uh, they're coming at you sideways on like, some sideways like, shit like sometimes your mouth it coming at me sideways mm. pause but the 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 rain blows sideways it blows forward it blows backwards yeah so if you unless you're wearing your full arteryx suit pants mm-hmm. shoes my door gore-tex waders yeah then you're just gonna get you show up and your fucking jeans are wet you know and that really puts a i show up to my 515 at friendchat and they say sir you're too soggy to exactly, come sit on this fr- this furniture is vintage can you stand outside and kind of ring out a little bit before you come in I can give you a baguette to go but <laughs> give you but yeah that that's the so so it's nice to be in in sunny la because this is the this is the part of the year where it's really feels like the place to be even yeah. though everything's still kind of bad and boring, the weather's so good. Bad and boring. <laughs> My bitch, <laughs> yeah, Jason, but, is but bad and boring. Everyone says New York in October, that's the sweet spot, but this year, not so much. I mean... Because the, the foliage is foliage Yeah, no, of, of course, it's nice, but I, I want to wear fucking shorts and drive a convertible. I, I'm not going to front. It's like that's, ass, bitch. that's what I want to do. I mean, that's why I'm going to have to end up in Palm Beach. I want to jump rope in a tank top, and that's why I live here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's that's why we do it. Jason and I had a we had a dinner out last night. Yeah, just men, men only. Men only at at Gigi's. Um, and uh, I felt Ashton like, Kutcher's favorite new restaurant. Yeah, Ashton. And when Ashton Kutcher is looking to help him his image recover, he hits Gigi's and calls the paparazzi. Yeah. Jason and I, we're just like Ashton and and Mila. Yeah, Chris <laughs> met me when I was fifteen and manipulated me and. Except the difference is when we go to dinner, we don't call the paparazzi on ourselves. No. We don't have to. No, we don't have to. But the food was, it was just really hit the spot for some reason. I don't know what, I don't know what, because you were like, what are you doing? You want to get dinner? And I was like, I don't know where to go. You needed like, to get back into the arms of a good friend. I, I, I really did. That's what it felt like. I had 11 margaritas, 48 oysters. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it did. Your oyster slurping was reminiscent of the big girl in yes. ATL. Somebody asked asked me to to comment on the oyster situation. I didn't watch it. All all I did you watch it? I no, just know I just, that I know the story. I mean, a it was, big it mama was in ate it, four dozen oysters. And it was that's in Atlanta. It? It was yeah, in okay. Atlanta. And it was a, a date, and she ate a dozen like forty eight oysters, and then ordered all this other shit. And he just like went to the bathroom and never came back, and was like. 
Like I'll, he bounced on her? Yeah, he's like, I'll pay for the like I'll pay for the food, but the oyster like you went crazy. I ain't paying for that. Okay. So <laughs> you you eating forty-eight oysters is making my penis soft. There's no reason for me to be on this date any longer. Drop the Venmo request. I'll gladly pay for it. Yeah. But we're we're this is where we're done. Yeah, because this wasn't happy hour dollar oysters. You know what I mean? This was this was this is Queen Street she on was a good. Friday night. Kimball House four seventy five <laughs> a pop. <laughs> exactly. This is, Ki- this is Kimball House shiny dime. Don't be bringing me no little Kumamoto <laughs> shit either. <laughs> I want a grown ass oyster. I want to see. I need I something to guy, chew on. There's a guy who owns this restaurant better have grown this motherfucking oyster if we're eating forty eight. I, I want them so fresh. I bite into that oyster. Motherfucker screams. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So that it was, it, it was controversial. I mean, it's a classic. It's like the tabby thief. It's another one of those kind of just uh, like this story is funny. But do you think in classic TJ TJ fashion, do you think it was this is fake? Do you think this is orchestrated? Well, I, I haven't seen the footage, so I can't. Could you eat forty eight oysters? That's the question. I feel like I might be able to. I can. I can eat forty eight oysters. I don't absolutely. think it's that. Me- I mean, I think I've on- done. I've I've eaten forty eight with uh, with a friend, friend of the show, Dano. We went to there was that spot in Williamsburg. I forgot oh, what it yes. was called. Where they had like absinthe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was very popular. That I've got. It may have. It, was, it may have been called Mignonette or some no, some what shit was the like name that. Of that place. We used to. It was. It was like one of the first really nice, cool things that yeah was they had a back patio yes. that had like a nolan's victorian yes. kind of style yeah, to yeah, it yeah. and they would have like dollar oyster mondays and we would go there and you know get let me get a gin fizz and a mint julep and I, 48 oysters when i was when i wasn't super hungry when i was hanging out there because it was usually later at night but i also i don't think i was I'm into not super oysters hungry yet. right now on account of the cocaine yeah i wasn't super into oysters either yeah um but 48 oysters is not oysters don't it's not food really it, it's like uh, eventually they will fill sure. I, I would be curious to weigh to take 48 oysters dump out their contents onto a onto the scale and just to see how many grams that comes out to what what are the equivalent yeah. you know that's the equivalent of like do you think a double though, do you think this is you know? sexism though because i think if a man ate 48 oysters it would be considered okay and he's he's hungry but a woman eats it and it's like Big Mama needs to chill. This costs too much. I don't know. Because, you know, it's also... If I went out on a, da- a first date with somebody and I ordered 48 oysters, I think the my my companion might have some questions. I think they would have questions, but if you're paying for it, is there anything to question? I mean... Well, I mean, or, I, I split every bill. But the... <laughs> Equality is big for me. We know that we know that oysters are an aphrodisiac, but I don't know if they're an aphrodisiac for women the same way they are for men. So if you eat 48, are you on chub at Kimball House? You can't go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the problem. <laughs> that That's the thing we're not thinking about. You know, is that I want to go to the bathroom and retreat, but my cock is rock hard. I can't do it. I can't stand up. These, these shiny dimes got me stiff. I can't do it. <laughs> Um, yeah, the video is good though. I would suggest watching it um, and and coming back to me with some of your thoughts because I mm-hmm. I don't think it's orchestrated because I think that I don't. It's just too weird. It's like such a it's like a weird concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like raw bar humor is not something that I think people are checking for. Maybe I mean more people are familiar with raw bar than tabby shoe. I don't. Yeah, that's true. Overall, you're right. Overall, mm-hmm. you're right. Um, yeah, speaking of of foods that need to be refrigerated we were just talking about 
the white man's chill of the refrigerator. Speaking of foods that need to be refrigerated. There's 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 something like when you get when you get a left like when you make something at home or you there's food there like as as soon as you put it in the refrigerator. Yeah. It's it's forever tainted. Like you can never like it's 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 dead kind of thing. It's like when you open an oyster, mm-hmm. it's only the you clock starts ticking. You don't have to tell me. But uh, like, but I guess what I'm trying to feel out in the dark right now, as as we're laying the tracks down, as the train is rolling, what white people want to refrigerate everything, and then people of color are like, just you can let it chill for well, a minute. Well, Europeans aren't people of color, and they've never refrigerated butter. Okay, non-white you know. Americans. Yeah. What, what, what is? Is there a word for that? Um, no. Just cool people. No, they think they're cool. I well, look, <laughs> I don't eat leftovers ever under any circumstance. So what's the, What's the last leftover you ate? I I couldn't. I I don't know. I I've, I don't like. You I could would, have been fourteen when it I happened. would never bring home food from a restaurant. I finish my meal and pay for it, and then that part of my night is done. <laughs> And I don't I the finish idea my of like, meal and pay for it. The idea of like reheating something, it's just you know it's not gonna be as good. I know there are foods that people consider to be better. Mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to that. And I think that is a lie that people tell themselves so that they feel better about leaving with a doggy bag, which is embarrassing. It depends. It depends. I I there are some foods like s- soups and stews and things like that are okay. they, they can be but well often people will say lasagna is better the next day because it's had time to congeal and it's more of a yeah yeah okay yeah. this is this is good stuff uh, luckily for me lasagna and soups and stews aren't things that i'm kind of hitting often you don't like a little soup chris come on i, I dislike oh, yeah, soup. i forgot you don't like soup. stews are truly even worse because it's just chunky soup what about a vegan chili oh no chili's disgusting and you know i hate chili what I had a lovely, lovely lamb chop with some lamb, lamb beans. The lamb beans look pretty fucking good because I'm a big bean guy. Uh, you know, I go gigante mode. Yeah, but it must pain you to see this beautiful, pristine gigante bean sullied with the rank flavors no, the no, no. bo of a of a lamb. No, I I appreciate that, and that's what the chef intended, and I knew that you you would enjoy it, mm-hmm. uh, and. But you did last night leave with a doggy bag. What are you going to do with Gigi's lamb chops on a Sunday? Like, what are you really going to do with that? Gigi's lamb chops on a Sunday. Um, usually when I ha- when I leave with a protein. <laughs> How long gone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Jason, I want to talk to you about uh, David Smith. Uh, he's got a new show opening at Hauser and Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location. Uh, if you're not familiar with David, uh, he is one of the most influential, innovative artists of the 20th century, mostly known for sculpture. But this guy was doing his best work in the last five years of his life, which is uh, <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping for myself. <laughs> and just to be clear, his best work was done back in the 60s. It's important to note when when he did pass away. It is away. important to know, but the sculptures are very interesting. They're cool. Show closes April 13th. No one thing. David Smith late sculptures at Hauser and Wirth 22nd Street Gallery, seven of the artist's most important sculptures from the very final years. These are very important sculptures from his final years, and as much as you want to touch them, they are look but do not. Mm-hmm. Don't make us look bad uh, is, kind of, is kind of what we're saying. Don't go in there and start knocking stuff over. <laughs> uh, David Smith uh, is now open at Hauser and Wirth in New York at the 22nd Street location, and it closes on... April 13th. Got it. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Jason, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Uh, in fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. Yeah. It's not only common, Jason, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it thanks to Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated, uh, and the problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, mm. um, which if that's the case, Jason, then you're in top physical condition. Uh, <laughs> internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, you know I like them thick, stronger hair. It's all connected, your body. It's all connected. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T. R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code how long that's Nutrafol.com promo code how long lamb chops are a high dollar prize no, it's a item nice, it's a nice item and I know it's a high dollar cut yeah I mean, it's like it's throwing away a YSL belt buckle <laughs> there's I could I can get 78 for that at the real real right now so it, I, I'm gonna probably queue it up and make a fried rice with it or something like that Okay. Maybe make an omelet. But how often, and this is the issue I deal with in my household, how often do these leftovers come home, yeah. sit in the fridge for a week, and then maybe someone else has to throw them away because they weren't used and now they've gone bad? It's never not happening at my house. Okay. So There's this, never not leftovers in my refrigerator. Varying levels of You don't, you don't of feel life and any death. shame leaving a restaurant with a doggy bag? Um, No. I don't know where why. Would, where would the shame come from? I mean, I, I the only time I won't do it is if I am going to a second location where I don't have sure. refrigeration handy. When you're hitting when you're hitting Viper Room, you can't bring the doggy bag with you. <laughs> exactly. I mean, some of the homies might have wanted that lamb shank. You I'm, know, I'm but... sure I could pop that in the the Monster Energy mini fridge <laughs> on the bar. <laughs> is there a green room? Is there like a Red Bull fridge anywhere I could put yeah, this there's rice? Yeah, there's in? a white there's a white claw fridge, <laughs> some kind of branded fridge. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't feel any shame because where where is the shame going to come from? It's like I'm all. I guess it would make you look as if you need to eat food to survive. No, it, no, it you, would. It makes you look cheap. Yes. Right. Yes. Because you should have so much food. But I mean, but it's it's a battle between looking cheap and looking wasteful, ungrateful, unsustainable. The, I. I I'm not unsustainable. I just finish my meal because that is what the goal like is. Like a good boy? Yes. Because if I don't, I don't get dessert. Exactly. If I, if I sit down for a dinner that I am going to pay for, I'm going to finish what is on my plate. And if there's anything left, it'll be scraps at best. Well. That I don't need to pack up and take home. So are you saying I shouldn't have taken the lamb home? No, no, no. I thought you were going to give it to your dogs. They're a gift from the chef. No, no. You should have taken it home. I just wouldn't. Wouldn't that be that. disrespectful? So, so okay. If you were, if we were there, okay. Let's say if it's you and your partner. You guys order your foods. You have your little fruity trout. She eats a burger like a real person. 
<laughs> you enjoy appetizers of varying levels of healthy and richness. Of course. Maybe a crudo, maybe something, maybe bread and butter. But you've ordered the food that you want and you are satisfied with it. And then a beautiful presentation of lamb chops arrive at the table. Enough for two with his and hers beans as a gift from the chef. And then you say, poo-poo. No, no, no. This is I, not coming home. I would Porsche. never do that because I respect the chef and the restaurant and the culture of that too much. I the just culture. personally will not leave with a doggy bag. If someone else wants to do that, that I'm dining with, by all means. Okay. I ain't doing it. Okay. I ain't so transporting what if, what if, stinky little food in my car. What if Alex also says, no, I don't want to do it. And then you, then everyone's going to look at you as the guy who disrespectfully refused the lamb chops. I think that the, I, that is tough. That is tough. And I don't the car, know. The cars are convertible top down. I don't have an answer. I honestly don't have an answer for you because I don't do that. I just don't do it. I painted you into a corner. It's not I? even, a, it's not even like a, a rule. It's something I don't even consider. Okay. Okay. You're so you, it's the same logic as you, uh, when you're always ready, you never have to get ready. Exactly. When you never set up a situation where this will happen. You never have to worry about what would happen if that happened. Exactly. I don't. There, there's always a solution when you're kind of on your toes, like I am. Yeah. But I can't wait to see your. I can't wait to heels up. I can't wait to see your um, your fried rice, lamb fried rice wait. picture on on Instagram. I think you can't. Well, I mean, <laughs> because whenever there, there's like certain foods, like once you once you turn into an old person who spent decades in the kitchen. I mean, my hands, I could just touch a burning cast iron and nothing it's happens. Not, nothing. That's nothing. I feel nothing. I'm addicted to drugs. I can't <laughs> stop drinking Fernet underneath the low boy when when no one's looking. Uh, let's go out for a cig. Mm -hmm. It's stuff like that. Um, yeah, using, using like a mayonnaise jar as an ashtray. It's all bad. But when you have that situation, you don't want to cook anything new and cool. You want to perfect things like making an omelet making rice sure make you know like the like that's that's where your head goes after you've sort of conquered putting like a bitch ass nasturtium leaf on top of your garlic blossom thingy okay where you stop making food that looks cool and good for instagram and you just make things that are only to like satisfy your soul like i was i was <laughs> i was thinking a couple of days ago probably off off something just like whoa satisfy my soul <laughs> satisfy my soul no that's nice i'm glad we got a clean clean pass on that i just think about you singing that while you're eating mark your... let's comp those <laughs> uh we're gonna punch in uh when you when you're eating your little <laughs> lamb rice that's what you're singing to mm -hmm. yourself in your head while you're in the kitchen with your little apron on mm -hmm. uh yeah hair tied no makeup on but the lamb grease is keeping me glowy of course it's good for the skin um so I'm in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to make like a dope smash burger. I want to make, I want to, I want to, I want to give birth to a cow and raise him or her, sure, raise sure. them, them, raise them into the best tasting cow, kill it in the sickest way, go into the ocean and pour up salt water, make the dopest salt that I season it with. I, I don't want to go and buy a Martin's potato bun. I want to make the dopest hamburger bun. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's and that's sort of you're more of a craftsman and artisanal 
craftsmen. Well, it's it's also the same logic that maybe a head of a household would do to set things up for the future generations of your family's lineage, college funds, 401ks, trusts, and all that stuff. I take that same logic, remove any financial uh, yeah. benefit from it. I was going to say, I think because you And I dump all of that energy into hamburger buns. Yeah, you can't do the other stuff, so you've decided to transfer into hamburger buns. The, the Jason... St- At least I haven't given up. The Stewart family office hasn't opened yet. We're still trying to figure it out, kind of, <laughs> what it is. It's a lot of paperwork, and I go on the website, and it says I have to call, but then when you call, it says you have to go on the website, and I'm just... I, don't know. I just can't get anyone on the phone. I cannot get anyone on the phone. I was watching the... Um, I was watching a little bit of the jewel, not the beautiful singer. The uh, was meant for the um the USB vaporizer. St- the USB stick that kills p- teenagers. Um, <laughs> documentary. Are you talking about <laughs> insert record box joke? <laughs> and I was just like, this isn't interesting enough. Like I don't. I, it's like, like watching a documentary about. The guy who started Uber. We're just, we really are docked out. We're getting docked. And it's like, everything doesn't, I don't know if Jewel Do you think the it. dock bubble is going to burst? No, because I think it's like. You really, bullish on docks? I think it's really easy for people to watch. Like, I think it's like a low, like if you don't feel like fully investing in your prestige show, you can watch a dock and kind of like tune out. It doesn't really matter. Well, I think the, re- the real reason is there are no more prestige shows to watch. There, there are hundreds of prestige shows, but we watched them all. Yeah, well, we watched them all in one week. Yeah, that's true. So now that's why we have to go back and watch old shit. So the docs, they can crank them out. But it's it's interesting. There's, there's because no the, sag. The the like Beckham thing and how good that was mm-hmm. and how everyone loved it. And then like juxtaposed with the jewel thing, where I'm like, we don't need this. There's no reason to watch this. Everybody in it is like a fucking nerd from San Francisco with pink hair. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's not. It, it's also. I, I don't. The story. Well, not. Just, not every doc is going to be. You know, a home run franchise doc like the Beckham series or any other. Of course, amazing of course, of course. Four part series. I, I, I but know that, but I. We I, need. We have a thirst for every week. We need. You know. But I think that this this style of like the 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 fall of a corporation. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's kind of the same shit every time. The, yeah, the rise and fall of WeWork. Yeah, it's like, all right, you got too big for your britches. People gave you way too much money because they're idiots, and then you were kind of full of shit. Mm-hmm. That I don't, I don't know how many times I can think of five of these off the top of my head. Yeah, but also Netflix will will be like, here's seven hundred thousand dollars, make us a documentary about this. You have no celebrity interviews, no guilds. I no wish they writers, were getting that little no- money. They're getting way more money than that. Like it's it's like because I think these things work. That's I think they work. They work enough. Yeah. I mean, but then I watched like I watched that. Tom you watched Pe- it. I watched the Tom Petty one. And you could have been reading a book. And I like love Tom Petty. You know, I'm yeah. like, this is sick. It's Tom Petty. And I'm like, this is kind of bad. Like, yeah, it's just, I tried to watch that doc on a, on I watched on a plane. I was like, I like Tom Petty to make it through this. But it was pro- giving whatevs. Well, the problem with documentaries as a genre is that because of the way they work and the information they have and the rights they have, they often have to use cartoon illustrations to tell stories with VO. Uh-huh. And I hate cartoons uh-huh. and I don't want car like Tom, that's Tom Petty, bro. Don't make, don't make this a cartoon. Don't make it cute little drawings. Yeah, I know what you it's mean. Just, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't work. So, Even, sometimes you need that 
And it helps. I think you have to. I don't think yeah, you have a choice. You have to. You have to recreate with the, with the jewel it. one, they have that in the jewel one, but of course it's even worse because it's like not cool, like flowery Topanga drawings. It's like weird, just weird. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. Just weird. So that you don't you don't like that breaking of the fifth wall. I just think that's what they have to do because what else can you do? But it's like nothing. It's like the lyric video. You don't want to put um, money in into the in the lives and hearts of our, our animators, though. Um, look, You're I love supporting the an- small business. I love the animation community. I can't wait to be a voice on a popular cartoon one day. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch that cartoon even if I'm on it. Rick and Morty episode fifty eight. Chris Black. <laughs> Who do I play? I don't um, know. I've never watched Rick. I've Morgan. never watched it either. People but say yeah, it's good. One I would day avoid, I would avoid that show. Yeah, of course. Even so, if you had a voiceover, if you had a role on like, like the Nick Kroll Big Bad Big Mouth. Yeah. You and Jenny Slate in the booth with the Z's and whatever, <laughs> Mulaney. Yeah, me and all my guys. You lay down your shit. One take black. I mean, in the booth, you won't watch that episode when it premieres. You won't no. have people over, and every we're gonna order triple beam, and we're gonna watch Chris's episode. <laughs> <laughs> that look, I love triple beam. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I would. Remember when that was a novel pizza? I mean, I remember when we did it for Jake's birthday, and I got them to give me the scissors that oh, they yeah. cut it with. I was like, let me let me get a pair. They're of scissors. proprietary. I was blades. like, how much how much can I pay for this? They're like, just take them. <laughs> so cool it was very cool uh i would not watch it um i would be happy that i got paid to do that and i think mm-hmm. it would be fun to do something like that i just don't know who's kind of what i i would have to be playing a character and i just don't know where i would fit in you know nowhere in, in these animated worlds you don't like to play like that i do if there's money attached <laughs> don't play with my motherfucking money <laughs> yeah um well speaking of the bad docs there was an article about is is it worth going to the movies anymore? Oh, that, the New York that, Times. That yes, A.O. Yes, Scott yes, wrote, yes, right? Yes. You yeah. read that? Did you read that? I read part of it because I'm also like, I never wanted to go to the movies, so I don't care about this. Yeah. Uh, so that one was a little bit of a non-starter for you. What, do you, what, do, what was the overall takeaway for you as cinephile? Um, I mean, it's... It's one of those things where you could see yourself slipping and you like it's I don't know. I guess addiction could be a good a B comp where like you see yourself on the on the cliff hanging on by your fingertips and you have an out of body experience and you have like a bird's eye view drone boys shot of you doing that and you could see it happening and you're not doing anything to stop it. Yeah, sure. And you know that you should try to save this thing because it is important, but you're just like, eh. I mean, it big, and the, the, I guess the bigger issue is that's how we feel about almost every every bad thing that's going on in the world, where it's just like, it's just I don't, it's just too much. I'm just I don't know. I'm going to keep doing all this stuff because that's if I stop doing that, I just think I can't imagine with cinema. I think cinema. people. I think people are also just like I can watch it at home. Like I think it really comes down to just well, like that's, laziness. That's that's what that's what you see yourself slipping away. Yeah. I see myself saying, "Hey, I know how fun it is to go to a movie." Well, with with that's debatable. <laughs> when you when it's a film you really want to see, and you're surrounded by a bunch of like minded people, and you know it's a Thursday night, you've got your popcorn. Everyone's laughing and enjoying it. You have that collective shared experience. That is positive and cool. 
and fun, but then all the downsides, you know, the parking structure, the validation, the $11,000 for a popcorn, all that, you know, and all it takes is one person to cough or sneeze or yell or get a phone call and you the whole movie is ruined for you you can't get it out of your head not to mention you can't even stay awake <laughs> you can't say what your ass is zooted sleeping falling asleep in a movie is a choice i just don't so so it, it you're like i know i should be doing that it, it's like composting like going to the movies versus watching at home is like composting to me like i know i should have this little plastic ironically plastic um box or tub on my counter and i'm putting eggshells and broccolini stems in there i know i should be doing that i know but i'm not i'm just not going to well it's disgusting and it stinks <laughs> but i know yeah it. and if i go if you go to the eras tour and you put a fucking flashlight on the floor it's also nasty and it stinks well the- and if i if i put a mag light on my couch my wife keeps it sp- spick and span yeah, it looks nice. I could watch. Uh, well, it's being reupholstered right now. So come on, Chris. <laughs> no, I I think that the the people will so always. It's a, so it's a bummer to see this beautiful well, thing slipping away, but it's also kind of like let it die. You well, know, we just prioritize convenience over anything in our lives. That's just where we're at, and and it's not convenient to spend a hundred dollars to go see something that you may or may not like with people you may or may not like. With popcorn, you will like. It's just, it's just not. It just doesn't. It's not a good. Yeah, I mean, I I could be watching Tar at home, butt naked, with some heirloom popcorn that I brought from cookbook and some butter that's imported from France. And shout some out to our Bjorn corn Maldon sea salt sprinkled on top and whatever. I have my three waters from my water sommelier. How do you compete with that? I just don't think people have any interest. Everyone's, everyone can buy a fucking 100-inch TV for under $1,000. The poorest motherfuckers. You walk, I walk around the nastiest neighborhoods in Glendale, you know, Section I, 8 type housing shit. I mean, that's, that's not happening, but every, every city has bad neighborhoods. They got the big TV. 75-incher on the street. It looks brand new because, fuck it, it costs 200 bucks at Best Buy. I just don't think people care about shared experiences at all i think convenience has trumped like the need for shared experiences and that's all looked at as like a disgusting hassle and i want to be which but i think that's bad i think there's i think i think some some, the powers that be have propagandized us into thinking that these shared experiences are scary and bad and we should just stay at home and order everything online digitally and give you our money without i agree i agree and that's why i want to fight the resistance but they're making it hard I mean, I would fight the resistance. I mean, I I go, I would I'll go to a me. show to see a band play because that's a shared experience that I care about. Mm-hmm. Movies, I just don't care about. I mean, I can't wait to see Priscilla tomorrow night. But that, that's you know, that's because of Shout Sophia. Shout out to our A twenty four family. That's that's because of Sophia. We're that gonna is, go see A twenty four's last movie that doesn't have an explosion in <laughs> Dude, it. All that stuff is so funny. A twenty four decided to make money and use explosions. <laughs> it's so funny. No more of this gay ass art movie <laughs> shit. We're gonna blow stuff up, baby. We gotta blow stuff up. <laughs> but I I call I, me by your name too. It's featuring just, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> we switched Emily, it up. Emily Blunt, she she was in the gym for like nine months getting ready for Call Me By Your Name too. <laughs> she has this 
scene where she like jumps over three buses on a dirt bike like, i love she worked I, with travis well pastrana for like three <laughs> months just to get down i love the idea of Dwayne the rock johnson the cover of men's health talking about his workout routine and diet for call me by your name too it was just it's a different kind of film well, once know? once i linked with paul dano that's when <laughs> that's when my deadlifts finally like i could finally pop it the right way me and paul were in the lab bro on this one it took a lot it took you know a how lot. hard it was for me to see to say dano instead of dano i mean I, i'm glad you said it. whenever correctly. people say it the right way i'm always like it's like it's like los feliz yeah don't say it the just right way. don't bitch we'd prefer you not well, you're paul dano i ain't saying dano what is i want to talk about your night out because mm -hmm. i had a real i had a beast of a friday this episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Booking.com. That is Booking. Yeah. Booking.com offers so many possibilities across the U.S. Uh, from relaxing beach resorts, which you know I, I love and I'm a big fan of, love to bake in the sun, to remote mountain cabins where you can go up there and work on your kind of acoustic album. Mm. The multitude of choices across the beautiful United States of America on Booking.com allow you to book whoever you want to be. I, Jason, you know me, I, I'm a different version of myself depending on where I'm traveling and who I'm with. You know I mean? It's always baseline. Oh, wow. It's baseline, Chris. Diva alert. It's baseline, Chris, but when I'm in Australia, it's different. But in the U.S., if I go to Florida, if I go to Georgia, if I go to California, if I go to Wyoming, you know, I, I'm going to switch up my swag a little bit. Oof, I can only imagine. I, I just recently used Booking.com to take a little uh, post-V-Day trip up into wine country, hmm. and I can't wait to see who i will be when i am there so book whoever you want to be on booking.com booking yeah are you having a hard time coming up with new fresh exciting meals to cook every single day day after day i know i am it's nice to take a little break from the chaos trying to figure out what you're going to cook you know i love my meal kits and being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep cook times driving to the store what if the produce is bad what if they ran out of salmon Ugh. that's what drew me over to the home chef folks home chef meals are effortless even for somebody like me who isn't making it on to top chef anytime soon well. uh, i am actually going to make it <laughs> maybe more so on iron chef or if there's a better better thing than top sooner chef. than me i mean let's call it toppy chef it's just a little <laughs> bit more on top toppy chef is going to get cut home chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes oven ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes home chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Uh, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering uh, our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and, and this is great for me, free dessert for life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 meals free and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive that free dessert. Don't get it twisted. Hey, I'm DJing at the Ion Pack movie screening after party at the Viper Room, looking like I'm going on at midnight. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, we'll have fun. St standard club time, but not for not a standard Chris time and not not a standard me time if I'm keeping it all the way a buck. I, and I was impressed. It feels like something you agreed to because you wanted to do it. And then day of you're probably like, fuck midnight. 
Yeah, but it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a buy the ticket, take the ride. It's a little yeah, not a, not unlike forcing yourself to go to the films. I was forcing myself to stay up late, go out, and there are you have to sort of look past all of the downsides, all the little, you know, the the conscious on your shoulder saying the Uber is going to cost seventy eight dollars there and back. You have to get the Uber Lux because. You can't pull up in front of all these cool kids with a fucking 2011 Prius. I mean, what was the? Can you describe the crowd for me? Yeah, um, I mean, it was it was just like you know, people in their 20s who dress like ratty ass motherfuckers who are all models and hot, <laughs> sure. and their parents are famous celebrities. Okay, so it's an LA party. So it was a LA cool party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so did that influence your decisions on the ones and twos? Did your USB look a little different? It's a little, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. No, I think what the, the good part is, um, is that I'm so old now that whatever it was that I was doing at the time that these children were still breastfeeding, I'm assuming mm -hmm. was playing a very specific style of music that allowed me to do okay. And now certain people of a certain age that is there it's like them discovering like hendrix and and pink floyd and shit and i'm like i've been playing this shit the whole time so like just by coincidence all the shit that i used to play is sure. like their shit right now yeah 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 i mean <clears throat> that's beautiful for you maybe that's gonna that whole kind of trend could lead to a real them jeans resurgence on the deck yeah it'll be a It'll be like when Giorgio Moroder was like DJing festivals for a summer. Yeah. And he's like 78 years old. <laughs> he's like, what? Okay. Yeah, sure. He's like, I'll, I'll do it for the bag. <laughs> it's very hot. So so it, it turns out like this awful ass electro music and indie sleaze shit. I'm the fucking Mick Jagger of that shit right now. So do they want to hear like justice like that kind of stuff not no yeah justice rings off in the club yeah 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 for sure i mean justice has some slides. and those it, it, it's kind of a weird thing because like like the ed banger guys in france they'll be like we're having like some you know like reunion anniversary show and it'll be just like a, a french guy wearing a leather jacket that's too small chain smoking and playing a song where it's just like People are losing their fucking. And there's minds. you see ten thousand French kids <laughs> pogoing up and down like they're at a fucking you know Beastie Boys concert and you know just like young beautiful young young people who look like they should be at a, an Eras tour screening listening to just punishing industrial techno just like. Is that just a cultural difference? It could be, but I mean, I mean the mute. Uh, the music moves you it moves you you know yeah justice never really moved me i know but they were good like i think it's good and like when the, the hits come on you're like this is a fucking smash yeah it's a spectacle you're like i get it but they weren't able to kind of they've put out music the whole time right and just yeah. no one really cares i mean they kind of i think they're just they're a live act more than anything yeah sure like the, uh, yeah, an album will come out and it'll do fine. But it's just a reason to tour, basically. So you can yeah, because yeah, when they have the live show, it's a big spectacle. It's a light show, and it's you know it's impressive. I need to go see Justice. Will you take me? No, you don't. You have no, you the don't. plug with those little freaks. Yeah, of course. 
I can text him. I can call. I will send DM to Busy P. It's <laughs> 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 so stupid. <laughs> I know. You're laughing a lot. It's cool. Yeah, and and then meanwhile, so I mean, I'm I'm over here big big upping myself for DJing the 150 person party where you know a bunch of actors kids are hanging out and elf barring but and and diplo is is djing in antarctica i <laughs> i feel like diplo it, following diplo on instagram is one of the best rides you can get on because i feel like he's funny you get tired just watching his he's stories. funny and and like i find him really i actually find him very funny but the stuff that he does is often like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, where are you? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And this is peak that, I think, in a lot of ways. Can't you just chill, bro? I just didn't know. I didn't know <laughs> DJing could take you that far. Biggie voice. <laughs> like, I really didn't. Damn, I could hear that song in my head right now. Just that boom bap. I just, I really, I, I really didn't. Like, the, the heights that, that Riplo has reached are i mean it's unprecedented yeah i mean it's one of those formulas where it's just like do you play music that people like to dance to enough and do hot rich people think that you are the coolest and that's all it takes i mean what did we get invited to oh he was djing the the barry's boot camp anniversary party and Jimmy John's. Oh yeah, the Jimmy John's. Jimmy I'm John's like, this corporate. Guy's the king. Like, what? What do I want to do more than go to a Jimmy John's birthday party where Diplo is DJing? That's my dream. I know. I I, I have a feeling Guy Fieri is going to be there. He's going to have a know. slider station. Yeah, he's he really is like. But uh, it, he's put himself into a position where, if you look at it from a promoter's mindset, which is let me take my DJ hat off <laughs> and put my promoter beanie on. <laughs> But you, it, it, just like the uh, you know the pros and cons that you weigh with going to see a movie in a the theater, the pros and cons you weigh when you're doing a party is I need to make sure this is good and hot, cool people come and it's a success and the brand is happy or whatever it is you're doing, you make money. He's he's the he's a safe bet. He's, yeah, who, he's oh, a LeBron. Yeah. Like if he's doing it. You know, it's not. It might not be the best thing in the world. You might not win the trophy, but it's not going to be bad. Yeah, he's going to deliver every time. He's going to deliver. Hot girls are going to be there. Hot guys are going to be there. It's 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 a safe bet. That's what's required. It's like an it's like Apple stock. It's just like sure, just, it's going to be fine. Just have it. It's going to be fine. But I also feel like it's because he's like made himself, or I mean, not made himself, but he's like a celebrity in his own right, and he's good looking. He's not like a. That's a big part of he's it. He's not like a shut-in like some of these freaks. Like, and I, I think the 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 biggest thing about it, and then we'll move on from sucking his dick like we do every episode, is that he I'm can not sucking. I'm not sucking. Someone's got to work the balls. <laughs> is the fa- the he's taken being able to play genres of all types, which is a thing that he was you know like it's good for like doing mashups, but now he's like I can play hip hop in this country i can play this music yeah. in this country i can do this and this i can do he can do it i can play a country music festival but then you have somebody like a peggy goo who's like a hot good influencer dj person but she plays she plays techno in house 
there's a limit to techno. So she, yeah, her hands are tied there. Yeah. She, Diplo, he, his octopus has all eight tentacles. Peggy's only got a couple. His dick is an octopus. <laughs> I, 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 he probably has an, an octopus tattoo, like right. Definitely has an octopus tattoo to the tattoo. left of the dick, like kidney zone. I, I don't. I'll never forget when we watched Peggy Goo together at Coachella, and I was just like in a room full of people on drugs being like, I really don't understand this. Like, this is really tough to listen to. It was actually boring. Very boring. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need you to throw a cake and stage dive and squirt gun and whatever, but like, (laughs) squirt gun. It was just, it was just like. Well, that's what happens when you play, when you play like business techno in Europe, where all, it's, it's like, it's like feeding um, a bunch of pigs. They're, they'll take anything. They'll take anything. In sure. America, you have to do a little bit more. But like like dance, it's, it's not because of any other reason. But like in Europe, you can just put on like a song with no sounds other than drums. And everyone will just start dancing because it's what they do. It's the culture. So it's easier. You got to sing for your supper more. I saw here. that physical therapy is doing like a all night yeah. set. Yeah, he does that a lot. So he's doing like an eight hour yeah, that's sort of the ultra marathon okay, of and, DJs. And when you're doing something like that, obviously it's ebbing and flowing all night long. Oh, there's dynamic range, but peaks and valleys. It feels like to me the first three hours are like kind of like we're getting there, you know? Yeah. I mean, or does it, it peak over and over and over? I think over there's there's two different wavelengths. One of them is the overall peak of the entire night which will have an arc but there'll be many ups and downs okay. inside of there i'm assuming otherwise you won't be able to sustain yourself for that long you'll just on a physical and a mental level that just like, seems just like something you really have to work up. i want to talk to him about it because it seems like something you really it, it's very impressive and difficult in my mind yeah but it's it, because i feel like it's not it's both mental and physically challenging yeah no and i mean it's it's like a a chef saying i'm going to do front of house and back of house yeah. all night because it's a two-prong thing because it's on one end it's like i'm a control freak i need to dictate the music the entire night i can't trust somebody to open and close for me i just just move i have to do it all myself there is that but then the other the other side of it is i want a chance to you know i don't want to take the user on a journey i don't want to watch a tv show i want to watch a three and a half hour film yeah yeah and i want I want to stretch it out. And you're also edging the whole entire night where you're like, I want it to go this way. I see a vision and I have to do it all myself. I, I'm it's deeply impressive to me. I want to know how you piss. I'm sure that's the only question I have. I'm sure there's piss songs even in sets like that. <laughs> but it sounds I mean, it sounds fun. I've never done that before. I've done I've done like a maybe a five or six hour set of standard pool party. No, no, no. <laughs> I've done I've done a five or six hour set and it is a it is a journey and when you're done you're like you feel exhausted yeah it's crazy ins- it's insane there's also for my money not that there's not eight hours of good music I mean <laughs> that I can think of recorded in history so I, I don't know how that works but. I've, I've, I feel like doing one of those sets front to back you're it's a little thirsty it's like I want you I, I it's it's very attentiony it's it's very all eyes on me. It's a little narcissistic. I don't I I actually don't think so. I think it's more just like I want to see if I can do this kind of. You know sure. what I mean? Like a little bit like can I set a goal for myself and do something like this cuz it's it takes I feel like it takes a lot of preparation. It takes a lot. And also 
it, it puts pressure on the audience as well. Yeah. Because they have to like get it and get on the ride with you. Yeah, you're getting on at the beginning and it's you you're you're locked in and you and me all night, bros, and we have to go until the very end and you feel as if I have to watch the sun come up with Errol Alkin or else I have disrespected this mm. this journey and this art. It's like walking out in in a in a play before it's over or something like that, you know. Damn. Oh, I guess I'm never going to make it to one of these sets then cuz I can only Neither take 30 minutes and then I'd be like, all right, you guys are great. Sounded cool. It's not worth going to the movies anymore. It's not worth going to uh, <laughs> Matrix Man all night long. <laughs> front to back. It's just front, not worth it. Front to back. So I have to hear all the early, like the opening songs too. <laughs> it's like it's like in a memoir when it's in the childhood part. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's get to the good stuff. When did you get famous? Summers in France were mild. <laughs> um <laughs> So I, w I was at I th I, w I think we talked about this, but not on the podcast. This was this this was the first year um, where I saw a gay Christmas tree for sale at an Ace Hardware Ace Hardware store. If you don't know, for our multi um, in international listeners, it's like a, a it's like a real man's man, traditional one of the patriarchal style. Hardware store. I'm not going to put that on the Ace Hardware brand, something I grew up with. I always found this to be quite inclusive and welcoming. Um, <laughs> but do you? If you well, at the end of the but, show, remind me. I want you to rank top ten hardware stores based on inclusivity. Of course, of course, and I I can do that. Baller is number three. The <laughs> but it's I think to differentiate, it's a smaller. Mm -hmm. I think it's a chain, but they're locally owned. They're franchised. They're franchised. It's not, it's not a Home Depot. It's not a Lowe's. It's not this massive. Yeah. operation it's a little more neighborhood it's feeling. very yeah it's very neighborhoody it's a real for us by us energy and then but the for us by us is an old white guy usually ace is the place is there is there yeah. kind of tagline i used to go there honestly that was like a, i went there a lot as a kid i went there a lot too but um it's just, it was i i guess what, the fact that it's an ace is not that big of a deal but where was this look where was it what location Pasadena. Oh, what do you expect? I know, I know. But I it, it, was, it was it was cool to see it because you would think you would see a gay Christmas tree maybe at a store in the mall or like... A, was a, this Christmas tree like sucking dick? What made it gay? <laughs> like what what about it was gay? Well, was at it, first I was saw... Was it LGBTQ plus? <laughs> at, at first I saw it and it it just appeared to be fabulous from far okay, away. Sure. Just in, in general. So much tinsel. So it, literally the at the very top of the Christmas tree where you'd normally put an angel or yeah. a star. It was that a Tom up. of Finland. <laughs> it was just it was a picture of Troy Savon printed out from the internet and laminated. It was a it was a large zucchini sequin <laughs> zucchini. Um, no, it was. It was a. It was basically like an over-the-top tinsel. It looked like something that like Liza Minnelli would wear on her head okay. as she's doing like a go-go dance route, like a a lines dancing yeah. routine or something like that. It looks like something that you would be a centerpiece display at, at a gay person's New Year's Eve party or something okay. like that. Were there any other clues? Was was there like yes. Dan Savage ornaments? Was there <laughs> an Anderson Cooper area? It was like I said. It was that. That's kind of the interesting part. If you're like ask, approaching an ad agency or a, a designer and saying like, "How would you make a gay Christmas tree? Like, what would you do? What angle would you choose?" 
And I think because this is the first step into a journey, especially for a a cis leaning, mm-hmm. a cis identifying hardware store, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you have to take baby steps, and it it can't be in the direction of something that could be a little too much for the regular cis person. It has to just be kind of glamorous and glitzy, and then you hide elements. So there's so basically, it was just like disco balls and like unicorns okay unicorn is very gay and every everything was is kind of fierce and glamorous and over the top so it was a little bit more it was sort of like chromatica ball tree okay so it's not so explicitly gay it's more of it was you know you know it was if you know you know and and of course you know um but that is it was just like a sleigh tree but (laughs) That's interesting because I, I'll be forced to get a tree this year, of course. And maybe mm-hmm. I'll lean into the gayness of the tree. Maybe mm-hmm. I, if you could take a picture of the eight. At the oh, one, if she wants a Christmas tree, she's yeah, going to get a I'll Christmas I'll give you tree. a fucking tree. <laughs> I, I think I could think of some ways to make a gay tree. I could just kind of make little ornaments of all of my gay icons and heroes. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like Michael Stipe. Mm-hmm. Tom of Finland. Divine. Yeah, it's divine. <laughs> Uh, you know Ryan O'Connell. I could just I could just do all of my iconic gays, Bowen Yang ornaments, not Bowen Yang. <laughs> um, and I could I could maybe like get them illustrated, laminated, put a little ribbon through them. That's kind of how it's hung. And then obviously we usually go with the more tasteful white lights. Sure, but I've, we would have to go rainbow. You know, for this uh... tinsel, rainbow lights, gay icons. Um, I think I think to because everyone usually uses the rainbow lights for a Christmas tree. It's not every, but it's it's quite common. Yeah. So I think to be gay, you have to they have to be the normal crisp black white lights, but they just have to be brighter. Oh, okay. They just have to be Shine. more 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 brilliant. Okay, that's a good. You. That's okay. I like and that. And when you were saying the lamination that that gave me in uh, lamination inspiration for your ornament story. Throw all those other ones away. Mm-hmm. The balls, mm-hmm. the whatever ceramic thingies, your online ceramic ornaments. Throw them away. It's just when you when you go to the Oscars and they have the face card on everyone's seat. That's exactly. Just get miniature versions of that. You know, Tom Hanks, that, Jada Pinkett. That's what I'm thinking. And they they have a little hole punch yeah, in it and yeah. a hand hand it, it's yarn. Like, it's like the ornaments my mom has from when I made them in first and second grade. Exactly, it's the same style. Lamination, hold on for dear life. But there's with, yellowing with my gay icons though. This yes, is, this is great. I think this would. I think this would also. Um, Kim Petras, she's going up there. Oh, Kim Petras is near the top. I mean, <laughs> she needs all the help she can get right now. Well, speaking of Christmas trees and gay, this year we're. Um, my wife said we are we have to get a real tree good but, but she wants it to be a smaller one yeah you can go to mr jingles they got all sizes we'll go to the jingle house and and pick up i told a, you that we, last year we met mr jingles yeah and he was so. hot <laughs> and i was like bro this is too you're getting too much pussy it's like because um, you got the pumpkin patch and the christmas tree farm how many wives has fucking, that guy fucked like i mean that guy is absolutely up to his put him in ears jail. and pussy put him in jail it's, running getting, a pumpkin patch he's getting more pussy than a soul cycle instructor on the upper east side aisle me yeah it's crazy if i see a, if i see a guy he still has his hairline and he owns a pumpkin patch oh but this guy was I'm like hopping on that day he was like wearing 
the you know he had the Filson jacket and the Red Wings, and he was chopping the. He's fu- getting after it. He was getting after it. He wasn't on some corporate swag. I usually have one of my guys put it up on top of the car, but I guess I got a little time. I can do it for you. Here, can you hold my flannel? I just have to take my shirt all the way off. Just, and I have a belt belt thingy where I put my clippers in there. Oh, you know he's got he had they're a, weathered. You know he had a nice Leatherman on. Yeah, I'll I'll come over and fuck you, but I gotta warn you, the sap never comes out of the sheets. The sap it's in I'll, me and it's gonna be in you. I'll come do it, but I ain't trying to have any little elves running around. You know here. what I'm saying? So we gotta you know wrap it up. I don't use a comb first and foremost, and I don't pay for the abortion. So you're going to have to, that's you. The gift, I, the only gift I'm giving is dick. The rest of it, you got to figure out. If this kid comes over here at 18 looking for a job, <laughs> he's got a strong back. I'll give him some work, but it's seasonal. You know that. Dude, not <laughs> seasonal. I keep, I keep talking because I was watching Yellowstone on the plane and they're always talking about like work, mm-hmm. you know, like seasonal work and shit. Like, what do you do? Why are you here? Uh, opening the shirt to reveal the Mr. Jingles brand on the chest. <laughs> yeah. That's so sick. I've been branded. I'm one of Jingles boys. I'm one of Jingles boys. He kind of, he saved me. <laughs> he saved me, but he gave me hell getting there. I'll I tell mean, you what. I, I I would love for Mr. Jingles to be more of a rip from from uh, Yellowstone type character. Mr. Jingle, man, a few words. Yeah. Power, power bottom. Power, I've been shot. You know what I mean? I've been fucking the boss's daughter for 10 years. You yeah. Know? T- you shoot him. You shoot him actively in the kidney and he goes, <laughs> that all you got? Like, just takes Sir, it. you're bleeding. It just takes it. He takes it like a punch. <sighs> that all <clears throat> you got? <clears throat> Speaking of punch, power lunch, Chris. <laughs> you were writing about the, 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 the sweet punch of a power lunch. And as, for somebody like me who doesn't lunch very often, you, you sold me on oh, it. Oh, great. Well, I think it was like I like I said this in the in the story, but like I had been invited to this lunch at Michael's and I'd been to Michael's maybe once before. Um but Michael's. but I was just like, "Oh, I love this fucking I love this." And I it's like bad a different energy cuz it's in Midtown and so it's like people that are actually leaving their offices. Mm-hmm. You know, so it feels Who have like actual something. jobs. Yeah, people with actual jobs, but like older people like successful rich people mm-hmm. it's not like got, those like, are the only people left who power lunch that's true so i was just really and, and it's like a pretty short train ride and i just think that it's a different energy than downtown but like you can get that at saint ambrose you can get at the places i mentioned in mm-hmm. the same way but i just i think because i could power lunch at balthazar totally totally but because of my feeding schedule mm-hmm. lunch is very important because i don't start eating until noon and yeah. i have to take my vitamins mm-hmm. right after so it's become a priority, and if I'm going to do it, I'm going to make it fucking fabulous. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to slay it. Yeah, I, I think that we need to preserve and remember and commemorate the power lunches because it, it's going to take a lunch as powerful as a power lunch to get us out of whatever crippling thing that we're in, This the syndrome where we're just ordering DoorDash and eating it at our desks and, and all that stuff. It, it has to be a lunch that grabs you by the shirt collars and smushes you down into the booth and says, have a beer. You're going to be here for two hours. You're going to talk. You ha- It's like going to the movie theater. It's like it forces you to disengage from I think it's good for people to give their brain a little break. I feel like it's like, I, I just think there's in, in my limited experience and what I see in, in corporate worlds, it's like, mm-hmm. Everyone is just in meetings all the time, so they don't get to actually do any work. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just meetings all day. And I think that like... You just touch a lot of bases. Yeah, it just doesn't... I, I just feel like it's not efficient. And maybe instead of like, we're going to work through lunch. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, well, maybe we take a break and people will feel a little better. They'll come back a little happier. Like things will feel different. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where my head was at. I, you know? Yeah, I mean, that that's, that's the same logic as we're going to... We're going to drive this car until the tires pop yeah. instead of getting them changed. And it's like, eh. We should probably just get them changed. <laughs> that way you don't have to have a blowout. I don't want you on the 10 with the blowout. I mean, that's tough. You know, it's yeah. dangerous. So where where are some good, like, um, because I feel like the power lunch is like 70s, 80s, 90s. If there was like a Mount Lunchmore well, of like spots all over, all over the country. It was... The four seasons in New York was four like seasons the, yeah, in New York, which is the so when that closed, that was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is the one I I never went there, but that is the one that is like yeah. considered the pinnacle. And I'm sure in L.A., I mean, it happens in San Vicente bungalows, Polo Bar, Sunset Sunset Tower, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, still. But I'm sure there are places that like there's also weird places in like Beverly Hills that are very unassuming mm-hmm. that like because all the agencies were there that would like I mean okay. Girl in the Alley was like that yeah Girl in the Alley I'm sure Nate Niles kind of had some of that for a while yeah. on a more casual tip where you you show up for the power lunch but the tie is, is wrapped well, over the shoulder we're, we're throwing the tie over the shoulder I don't want to get this, any I don't want to get this any whole grain juice. mustard on my <laughs> I would hate to get this a, Armani you I, would, know what I, mean? I would hate to hit a grainy mustard on my Armani but but also that that was from a time where we were so thirsty for socializing yeah. that we couldn't wait until dinner time to go see and be seen. True. You had to work for four hours and then go. And And I think a part of a power lunch is you, it has to be a place where the food is kind of mid. Like not mid, but like it's I, not exceptional. I think it needs to be straightforward. I think yeah. it just needs to be like simple. It needs to be fine and passable. That's what's great about Michael's. It's like there's a salad and mm-hmm. you can add salmon to it and you're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's a shrimp cocktail. There's a handful of things. You know, it's all very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like they're not like it's crazy. Like I went there one time and I was with a guy who who's been going there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And ever since that first time, I've like they know me. Oh, like they're pros. They're like he came in here with a regular, so now he's a regular. You've got the stench on you. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, Musso and Frank's does that too. Yeah, I've smart. noticed that. That's that's good business. I mean, I went to dinner there. Will Welch and I went to dinner there, and it's nice for dinner too because it's like quiet. That like part of town is just quiet at night because mm-hmm. everyone goes home. So it's it's good for that too. Yeah, it's an, it's important to have these sanctuaries for the the people out there who are rich and very chill. And they really prioritize an atmosphere and environment mm-hmm. more than any other thing. Where you're like, I don't care that the food is like whatevs. I just love being in this room. And yeah. it's it's my comfort zone. It's my happy, safe space. I just think that... And the, I kind of like that the salad is bad. The food's good. I like the food. I'm not but talking about not, Michael specifically. I'm just talking it's, about... It's not like I don't need adventurous. I don't need like we're mm-hmm. pushing dining that's just not what we're doing right you now even the idea of going to like a place like we don't Frenchette. have any specials and we're never yeah gonna have any but specials. going to a place like frenchette at lunch i'm like oh i don't No, like, i agree like i can't this is too gnarly where it's like are we gonna do the whole thing guys like i don't know how you can do that and go on with your day yeah 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 
that's uh, the thing. I think that's the risk that you that you you know run mm-hmm. if you don't choose the right place where it's like, oh, my day's ruined. Right. It's like if you run ten miles in the morning, you're like, I need to lay down. Sure, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be wrapped up at three p.m. Yeah, totally. PM. Like, there's no espresso that can save me. <laughs> um, speaking of running, I've I've trying to figure it out lately, but I've I've been having bo lately out of nowhere. Has this ever happened to you where it comes in a Jason in a spurt? Of course not. Come on, <laughs> really? I mean, I my my hygiene is at a point where I don't even know if you could recognize it. It's so far beyond <laughs> kind of someone like you. Well, how how often? Well, I mean, because you have the you, if you exercise, you get sweaty, you smell bad, you take a shower, it all goes away. But the internal body well, is producing I th- things. Well, I think it, you need to think about what you're taking in. I know, but uh, but there's also, I guess, what I'm trying to wager or not wager, but celebrate is like some of this. Some of this stuff might be good. Like having a little bo might be good. Yeah, I think chicks having, like it. But yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the natural pheromones. Yeah, it's manly. Testosterone, manly, whatever. My but, testosterone is Aesop. Actually, it's a great spray deodorant. <laughs> it's twenty nine dollars. You can get it at any location. That's your tea. Yeah. But but the 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 other side of the coin, as you're finishing your one gallon of water, everyone always says your your piss should be clear. That's a sign of proper health and hydration. We know Jason's coming through that asparagus piss. But um, looking like Newcastle. <laughs> looking, <yeah. laughs> not, and I don't mean the 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 team. Is there a? You, you, I guess if you drink a lot of water, and normally if you're just living your day to day life, your pee is looking clear to clearish, and you're like, okay, that's all good and normal. But if you have like a really intense workout you know like you hit a pr on your squats or like you do the kind of workout where you're like oh i like i like dug deep down mm-hmm. into into me and like awoke things in my body activated muscles beyond what they've ever done that level of workout where you leave it all on the floor you hold on you're saying you've done one of those before <laughs> believe it or not yeah okay a couple times you know whatever you go play tennis for four hours in the hot sun. You 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 chugged a gallon of water, but sometimes that pee pee comes out dark mm-hmm. after an insane, intense mm-hmm. yeah, strength training workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I I think that is in a good way. Yeah. I think it's a it's a healthy thing, and I think the narrative of always having clear pee pee. We need to rewrite well, that book. Well, if you take enough, it means vit- you're not working hard if enough. If you take enough vitamins, you'll never have clear pee pee. <laughs> So there's that. I guess. I mean, I don't that I like literally because I take like ten vitamins after mm -hmm. lunch and ten vitamins after dinner. It's you're so pumped up full of hormones. You're never gonna. I mean, I'm like a yeah, I'm like a nasty little cow pumped up full of hormones. (laughs) 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 But I I I would say work work out until your piss is is orange. Yeah, I I, or else you're not working out. I agree with that. I think that's fine. And I I feel like those are all. I guess. It's darker because there are toxins or impurities that toxins impurities. I think it's also just dehydrate. I think there's like a lack of. Yeah, I think. But, but I mean, like, whatever is making it darker in color is also being it removed need, from your it needs body. Needs to come out is what you're saying. Perhaps. Well, definitely. What so you, so it's sort of like definitely you know, what you got needs to come out. I don't know what <laughs> when that you nasty when you shit. put a when you put a Lake Crusade in the dishwasher and there's still a little film. 
you got to get in there with the sponge and really scrub yeah. and scrape it off. That's, I've never uh, done that, but I know what you mean. Other your your service people have. Yeah, of course, of course, my staff. Kind of like that. My staff. I love my team. <laughs> I just want to shout out the best team. Like I couldn't have done this without you. I w and I love you guys. I really want to give um, Christmas off, but I we just I think we're going to be too busy to do that, guys. We're just too. It's really it's a busy time for us. I can do um, the April Fool's weekend. You can get that off. <laughs> we're probably not going to need your help that weekend. We, we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll be fine. I'll be at my mother's house that weekend. All right. How long gone? We have um, tickets are still available and pumping for our upcoming shows in Australia, Melbourne on uh, end of October. We're going to have a good time there. Tickets are almost sold out, but we have a few more. We want to see everybody there. There will be an after party around the corner at some kind of bar where um, we'll, you know, we'll have some DJs. Maybe even them jeans will pop on for a quick set. Oh, Bloody wow. nose. Maybe I should DJ. Maybe you shouldn't. You can close. <laughs> yeah, Chris Black from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Chris Black all night long. I'll do a crazy set, bro. I've got heat. Set. Uh, yeah, and then we're coming to L.A. November 11th. L.A. 11-11, Kate Berlant, Robbie Hoffman. Yeah, and then New it's York. Gonna be a humdinger. We're going to have some a special merch for our Australia show. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get some Nalgene's, Nalgene's done before the LA shows as well. New York at the Webster Hall, December 2nd. I'm really excited about the Boston. Australia merch. Yeah? Yeah, because... You, you have a grin on your face. Mischievous. Well, I, I just... I just it, it's like such a nice reference that like certain people will get and most people won't. But it's that rare thing when it actually just looks cool. It doesn't matter. It just works. It just works, and I—that's I, the I mean, beauty of it, of it's, design. It's really, it's really something. Uh, well, anyway, don't yeah. Don't it up too much. And then uh, Wilbur Theater in Boston with friend of the show Kevin Morby. Kevin Morby. That's going to be a great one too. And we might have some type of after party or. We're going to have there. a. We're going to have a. Yeah, but besides the cover set that I'm working on with him, we'll also have a party. You know, just. <laughs> Chris unplugged. I think I'll sing one of his with him. You know what I mean? It's like a courtesy. If you do that, that's going to be so cool. <laughs> are, are there, is he going to give you a tambourine or something so you have something to do with your hands? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I can just go behind the back, Liam style. Are you able to tambourine? Yeah, for sure. Because it's not that easy. No, it no, looks I, easy. I have pretty good rhythm. Like you say that a lot. Well, I do. You've seen me. I simply do. I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't have a button to tap like you uh -huh. to prove that I have it, <laughs> but I can just, how long gone, DJ Them Jeans, Chris Black, thank you for joining us, howlonggone.com is the website, uh, and we are back next week with more podcasts for your head top. Well, also, yeah, we, we sold out of the tote bags with the little pouches that I use for my DJ bags in my podcast bag and Chris's cosmetics and everything like that. We have a few more of those pouches left. That's where I keep all my glossier. Thank I'm you guys for listening.